Hello, welcome to the Boshly Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we are nominating games into the official BLG Video Game Hall of Fame. I'm here with Jacob Bush, and with me today. Whenever a server asks him how he enjoyed his food after clearly finishing his plate, he responds, can't you tell? I oh. hated it. Leader of the Nintendites, Ryan Scal. That's a that's your dad. That is my dad. That is your dad. It's bad. Yeah. I would never say such a thing. I would never say I am so I'm actually the opposite where like I'm so over the top respectful mm-hmm. that I think it's annoying. Like I'm trying to help them stack the plates and hand it to them and they're like, just leave it. I'll get it off the table. My dad's the guy that just goes on with the conversation and he just like they don't know if he's joking, but he is joking, but they don't know. He if lives in that terrible. uncomfortable state. Yeah, it, he terrible. loves that. Yeah. You feel like you're slowly becoming that person? There's moments for sure. Yeah. Uh, Emily will say, like, I'll do something. And Emily, Emily's like, hey, that's a Chris thing. Do you own New Balance shoes and tuck in your t-shirt? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Now, you know, tucking it in, I could see a case for being tucking in a t-shirt. You have jean shorts, though. I did have some jean cutoffs. I don't have them anymore. Oh, that was Hari and I's day. Of, yeah. You know, cutting our, our jeans to yeah. make them jean shorts. They would get all. Frayed. Oh, you did it unironically. They slowly got shorter and shorter too. Cause they were all like fraying more yeah. and more. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, he uses abbreviations like GTD in normal conversations. He is the synth loving doctor. Hari Menon. I've said GTD to you before. Never. Definitely. Never. What is GTD? Game time decision. He did. He sent that in a text okay. yesterday. You can't. Okay. There's no way that anyone's gonna know what that means. <laughs> what, what sucks too is like I, I googled it right after because I was like, oh, I thought this was no, a common phrase. Nothing. And it's not. Yeah. I just made it. Up, I googled I guess. it before I texted you. Like back. it's getting a little out of hand. Like BRB. I think everyone can piece together what that is, but yeah. it's just there's too many now. I, I guess it's also because like medicine inherently is just in an abbreviation game. Like, do you use that as a doctor? GTD? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. But like, they're like, do they, do we need is to he going to live? Do we need to keep our pancreas? <laughs> GTD. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Will the patient make it through the night? GTD. GTD. <laughs> Imagine saying that to uh, someone crying. Like a family their, member. Uh, yeah, uh, dude. We're not that mean. We probably say it in the break room though. Yeah. GTD. Oh, dude. I got to imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, yeah. no, like there's jokes about like surgeons, their notes are just abbreviations, like Short. full notes Yeah. versus like internal medicine, right? The novel, mm-hmm. it's like three lines and it's all abbreviations. That's why a scribe's job is actually a, a job. Yeah. It's like, you have to be taught how to understand what they're saying. Yeah. You know, what's funny is this happens quite often actually in my line of work where I'm taking notes, a, cu- a client is telling me like details about what is what I need to know to do this job. Yeah. I'm taking notes. I'll try to do the abbreviation thing and it stresses me out thinking I won't remember what I'm writing. So the word will start as an abbreviation and then it ends with the back half of the word. Oh, sure. All of the time. So my notes end up being like incoherent. GT decision. But I'll know what they mean like because it's got both the abbreviation and the word in it. I'll know exactly what I'm saying. But if anyone were to read it, it'd be like, is he high? Yeah. Is Ryan, is he okay? Did he just have a stroke? <laughs> At least they can read your notes. My notes look like a two-year-old wrote them. Like my my handwriting is illegible at this point. My yeah. handwriting is beautiful, actually. Yeah. Is yours bad? As it's awful. Yeah, as a doctor. Like, even like a stereotype. The front desk staff notably hates my handwriting. Like, do you guys just, do that on purpose? They like have to clarify what I wrote. No, like I just, I just have bad handwriting. 
Mm. I, I don't know whether it was like a self prophecy or not, though. Like, because I've, I've always I've always had bad handwriting, so like everyone's like, "You're gonna be a doctor," and then now I'm a doctor. So you're born like, a doctor. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's they the selected case that, that for you. You know, yeah. you're born a doctor. Basically, it's yeah. like, do you have bad handwriting? Yeah, you you will be a doctor someday. Yeah, it's not a choice. Imagine if imagine if that's how things went. Mm. It's like they would take some obscure aspect of your life, like yeah. your handwriting, and they would assign you doctor. Ever. Don't some countries do that where it's like you take Japan a very early that. test, like when you're a child still? Yeah, and labor worker sets your trajectory. There are some like that. Like, um, I want to say I, when I went to Bhutan, that's what they did after eighth grade. Is that you took a test and it determined what school you went to, mm -hmm. and that would be the trajectory of your life. Like whether you like stayed in like became a laborer you like became a doctor or whatever yeah. same thing in japan actually japan yeah. has something similar it's terrifying yeah that's um, true. yeah isn't the premise of the, the book the giver we're getting oh great stuff. book yeah i remember reading that, that you read that book? it wasn't great i take that back i said great because i knew what he was talking about but yeah. it is weird in hindsight yeah it's kind of a weird book it's a weird book to read in elementary school it, yeah i yeah. read it in elementary school as well yeah, yeah. it was strange yeah. anyways anyways <laughs> We're here to talk about video games. The first topic today is just talking about game of the year and where we're at with it, because I keep saying this throughout every week that goes by. This is the best year in video gaming ever. Mm. Um, and that's because games that were on my radar of releasing this year, not as game of the year contenders, but just on my radar have become game of the year contenders yeah. where it's like, yeah, I Baldur's Gate could have been further on my list of interests. And now it's here in my top ranking for games. It came out of nowhere for us. I feel like Nick had been playing it. That's the I, I want to give Nick serious credit here. He's he's been part of the alpha and beta, whatever early access program they had. Yeah, he had been playing it on his Mac. The oh. problem is Nick sends about eight games he's playing, <laughs> and none of them mean anything. And I else. like ignore every single one. And Baldur's Gate was on that list, and I was just like, wow, oh, whatever. It's like he's he found a game where there's probably a, mobile. There's a chef in this magical. Uh, forest that you have to collect berries that turn into Pokemon that then turn into like his his and they're NFTs they're NFTs yeah, yeah. Exactly. his interest in video games are always like I guess that sounds fun yeah <laughs> so and he always is like this is gonna be huge huge and, and he was right about right, Baldur's Gate yeah Armored Core is another one on this list that's recent that I'm like I had no interest in a mech game and now I want to play a mech game yeah so I'm gonna read through what's came out what came out this year and then we can talk about what's soon to be coming out what we've been playing um just because i think i want to talk about because usually we don't have to frame our game of the year conversation i think we will this year because we will not be able to get to a lot of these yeah because uh, the list is so big now so just starting off what's come out this year uh as far as what we've played at least one of us has played hogwarts legacy we really enjoy it mm. really good for the first 15 20 hours yep. and that kind of tapers off you played that with us you were on that review yep. right yep. yeah star wars jedi survivor I loved it. Oh, man. I forgot that came out this year. Fantastic game. It was a fantastic game. Yeah. And I want to circle back to it actually before the end of the year and just because I know they cleaned up a lot of the bugs and frame rate issues. so much in there, in the game, like Side left undone yeah. for me anyway. New Game Plus, get a red lightsaber maybe. Yeah. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, obviously. I think that's been, it not even surprised me too because after liking Breath of the Wild so much, I was like, there's no way they can top that. Like that's once, yeah. that's once a generation. No. They, to me, in my opinion, they did it again. Like I think Tears of the Kingdom was better, so that's immediately. And actually, if I'm being honest, I think it's number one for me right now. Still, mm -hmm. um, I need to play Baldur's Gate. There's other games that are going to be contending in the coming months here, but Tears of the Kingdom is a big one. Diablo Four, Nick and I liked that. Yeah, 
another great game that I, I think people is, love that game. And when I say contender, I mean top ten, right? We usually right. talk talk in top terms of top top ten. Tears of the Kingdom is going to beat most of these, but like Diablo Force, I've never played a Diablo game, and this is like I loved it. Nick played it more than he played Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. so I think Nick would rank it. Oh, definitely above Tears of the Kingdom. It's going to be interesting. This this, this year is going to be, be very interesting. Nuts, because yeah. it's like I kind of want to work in a system too to get like your game of the year to add points into yeah. the 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 like bucket. Mm-hmm. George's game of the year to add points into the bucket. Yes. Like, just let, let me look them over first. <laughs> I know. There's like weird, random. You know, yeah, I don't know what George. George, is who knows what George is playing? He's just playing for optimizing some. I don't know. What, whatever the current yeah something. bench benchmarking game is that's yeah, what he's playing. Exactly. It's still Tomb Raider or The Witcher, probably. Um Baldur's Gate, I've been playing too. I, I referenced that, but that's another one that's being played. It's a contender. I'm loving it. I recently upgraded my PC. I had been playing Baldur's Gate on Steam Deck, loving it. Mm. Upgraded my PC, and now I can't touch it on Steam Deck anymore. Yeah. And it's like I still recommend it for those who don't have access to a PC because you don't know what you're missing. But once I opened it up on the PC. It's like, oh, it's so much easier to navigate. It's beautiful. Like the graphics in this game, the voice acting, the facial animation, it's it's top level where you don't get on the Steam Deck necessarily. It's lower resolution, lower yeah. frame rates. Are you going to play that? I'm planning to. Before the end of the year? I'm planning to because I want to have a really like, I want to have a really robust argument for game of the year. And I feel like I have to play this. It's long, right? It's really long. And I wanted to bring that up because previous years, <laughs> you fighting back on this the rule has been you had to beat it to nominate it do we want to reassess i've that always rule? stood by that actually and nick was the one who said we don't have to do there it. i promise you there's one game last year where you were like oh you didn't tell me that jacob <laughs> no it, i think i was strategizing it's exactly it a like game, that i promise it was a game i didn't want in the top 10 gotcha. and so i said that i played it Mm-hmm. But didn't finish it mm-hmm. so I could rank it low. So do you think we gotcha. should stick to that then? You having to be No, to- I don't <sighs> Games are just getting so big. Yeah. I feel like you can get a lot out of Baldur's Gate without beating it, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to do that. Yeah, you just want to get intimate with a bear, right? It's not like the Dude, that's, I'm going to get yeah. to that and then stop playing. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's the end game. <laughs> that's the end game for me. Right. <laughs> just gonna- <laughs> romance a bear. I mean, like I've done it in real life. <laughs> so now I'm like you know, what would virtually, what would other people see? Yeah. You're trying to validate how accurate it is to reality. Yeah. Someone's got to check it. (laughs) (laughs) So Hari, what do you think on this topic? When you listen to BLG, is it like, does it discredit us if we're like, this could be game of the year, but we didn't beat it. I think as long as like a a couple of you have beat it or like ideally the majority, because there's three of you Mm -hmm. um, have beat it. I think it still warrants like consideration from the person who didn't but could you put points toward it so let's say i beat it and ryan doesn't i you know let's say i put it in number the three spot and that's eight points towards that game mm-hmm. Ooh, we could divvy out points based on how far you got in the game there I so my opinion weighs less because i didn't see how it ended i do want to mess with the points because it in years past it kind of gets messy mm-hmm. because it's like all of us played this one game so immediately it's higher Sounds, yeah. yeah and it's not necessarily accurate to i think the holistic group so i, I do want to weight points differently that is that is a point yeah i mean to some extent right like if all three of you've played the game there's value in that opinion mm-hmm. played played yeah. yeah one of um, us beat one of us and all of us played i think then that's yeah a fair conversation yeah but i don't think you should vote games that you haven't like none of you have played 
Because right. it also says something about, I mean, time's obviously a factor yeah, here, right? Yeah. I, I think time's the biggest problem this year. But if you don't beat a game, that's also like Nick not beating Tears of the Kingdom, I think it says more about Nick's opinion yeah. of Tears of the Kingdom than actually not having enough time. Yeah. Because he's played like mm-hmm. five other games since dropping Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that I think that kind of establishes it. Let's mess with the point system a little bit. Yeah. And it's gonna get that. complicated with Starfield, right? Because that's also a long game, theoretically. I don't actually know what the story is. Can I come back to any games this year other that's, than Yeah, that's the big point. Like yeah. I feel like I'm behind as we were talking offline. Like I haven't finished Tears of the Kingdom yet, but with Baldur's Gate, I haven't touched Diablo Floor yet. Like there's so many things that I wanna get to that I'll have to like either just streamline stories and not get like the full kind of picture of things or I skip something. Right? Yeah, which other games let's talk about haven't played yet. So three games that are contenders from other people that I've seen that none of us have played, or at least I can speak for Ryan and I. Final Fantasy 16. Have you touched that? I bought it. Yeah, I, 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 I started. I started. I'm like, on, I'm still on chapter two or something, like okay. pretty early. But Pe- people are saying it's in the top ten for sure. Yeah, it's really good. Like battle system wise, it's phenomenal. Okay. Mm. Um, Armored Core Six. We already, we already talked about that a little bit. That's a game that I honestly could see myself playing in a slower year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that it's from Soft, and apparently it's fairly approachable for for people who haven't played an Armored Core game or even mech games in general. Um, so I don't know if that's something that we could get into. I'd like to play it. There's yeah. apparently a good like one v one system in it too. Once you get post, that's from Soft. You want to play it now? That. Yeah, I do. Do you like mech games? Uh. I don't dislike them. I just have, man, I don't remember the last mech game I actually played. It's been a long time. It's been like 20 years for me. I remember, I remember the last one where it was, I don't remember the name of it, but George likes these types of games. So he was talking about it this weekend and he said, the combat's cool because it's floaty. It's kind of like, um, Gundam. Well, what I'm thinking about, I can't remember the name of the one I played most recently, but, um, floaty in the sense that like you're, your movement is so fluid, you know, because you got those thrusters and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of love that. I kind of mm-hmm. love like the flow of how you move while you get to steer where you're shooting kind of thing. Uh, that's pretty unique to mech games because a character, a 3D character is just not going to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It might be one of those games that, you know, maybe December rolls around and I'm cleaning games up that I might play it then. Yeah. Are you interested in that at all? Yeah, to some extent, but I think it's one I'll skip most likely just for time. Yeah. Lower on the list. And the last thing on my haven't played but contender is Street Fighter Six. I'm not a Street Fighter person. I mean, I grew up playing Street Fighter like most people. Yeah. But apparently this is the yeah, best Street Fighter's been at, since like two. Yeah. It sounds like. I've heard the same. I also am not a fighting game guy anymore. But And then Mortal Kombat One also apparently is this is coming out this week or soon. Uh, also apparently really good so everyone every genre i feel like is eating good right now later forza motorsports coming out so if you like racing games like racing sims that's coming up it's Um, been a crazy year anything that has that's come out already that i haven't mentioned that you would like to play um didn't mario v rabbits come out this year no that was last year that's the game you tried nominating and i'm like you didn't beat it that's right (laughs) i haven't beat it still fun Um, i've been wanting to pick it up but there's so much else to play it's like I mean, it's a shorter game. I don't really know if it has like a lot of merit for game of the year, but we talked about it. Dave the Diver was actually really good. So good. I want to finish that. It was very good. Um, and the, like the gaming mechanism is fun. Did like, you beat loop, it? Yeah, I beat it. Oh, no way. Okay. The loop is fun. Um, it's very quick. It's like, I think like maybe 10 hours or something. Not oh, even. no it's way. Like, it's like five, maybe five or six. Actually. To beat? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I played the early access build and I put like 10 to 15 hours into it. Yeah. Um, so the, the end wasn't there. So I'm yeah. guessing I'm really close. Well, if you streamline, I think if you just do the story, it's like that, but obviously there's like a bunch of side quests and like you can 
like I only beat the story and like you can like expand your restaurant and stuff. It gets yeah. like really complicated. The this farming, did look awesome. the farming section. Yeah. Like, there's like farming. There's all this stuff, dude. I was so happy. So we obviously don't review games under embargo often. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, hit or miss when we choose. It's a choice at this point because we don't have time to yeah. commit to short review segments. I committed to doing that because it's like it's early access. I've got plenty of time. Yeah. And I'm so glad that is what I chose to do with that one because it looked good in trailers and it delivered. Like yeah. it is so many genres. It's got character, which mm-hmm. like that was one of the most surprising parts is that comedy is hard to mm. land in video games. It's the character. Dude, it, it has character. Like yeah. it, you you get what I'm saying with yeah, it. It's like yeah. even the characters within it, but it's like they're doing the salt bay thing. Mm-hmm. There's like a stereotype weeb guy in it who has like a statue waifu and yeah. like it's all in my review. I, yeah. I, I love it. I, I want to come back and beat that just to make sure that we nominate it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, another indie that I beat this year that I think is in the realm of nomination. That's the problem again, is that all these AAA ones might push these out. Yeah. But Dredge was really good. Okay. Um, Dredge is a fantastic game. If you haven't played that, I really recommend it. That's on, that's on Switch, um, Steam. I think all the platforms at this point. Really, really good, unique gameplay. Yeah. Um, and then what just recently came out, I think this last week, like the last week, is Under the Waves. Um, this is that game we saw the trailer for. I don't remember which event it was, but it was like very emotional. It's like mm. it was playing on the perspective. I think he had like a death in the family, but then he's like going underwater and like exploring it, you hated this trailer because it's underwater exploration yeah it sounds horrible nick was like nick and i both were like ready for this so it's i think is it, it 3d or is I, this a 2d game i think it's a 3d exploration underwater but it's like playing on the perspective of grief through exploration of the sea gotcha and i'm like this stay out of the sea no grief <laughs> don't it's address that easy. it don't yeah. address it there's this people we don't belong in the sea we're not equipped like why do we have why do we play that game? Like why do we have This is your takeaway? Why do we have to get in the water? This is like that's what's so funny to me. It's like there's not an animal on land that is less equipped for swimming. Okay, that's not true. But we are not good swimmers. Do you feel the same way about space? I don't. Because there's that nothing that makes no sense. You literally can't Here's why, be in space. No, this does make sense. Okay. This does make let's, sense. Let's hear it. Okay, well, I've never been to space. I've been in the water, so I have a good take on this. But oh, that's how that works. <laughs> space, there's nothing in space that's gonna like literally come up from the depths and you rip you that. to shreds. You don't know that. And there's a lot of things in the ocean that can hurt you. That's terrifying to me. And they can come, they can see you so much quicker than you can see them. They sense you, they know you're there, and there's nothing that there's no orifice on our body that can sense a great white coming from the depths. Like we just can't see that. But you can just turn it around. You can turn it over. And then it- no, 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 no. Not when it's on into like, I'm talking great white. It's coming. It's approaches fast. It's not just like he has a fear of sharks. You. He might, oh, oh, he okay. has thalassophobia and whatever fear of sharks. I hate is. like deep water and sharks. deep open water around me. So you're already viral. He's so biased. I'm biased for a reason. Like, there's a good reason why humans don't belong in water. Anyways. Hari, do you know about Under the Waves? Like, when the I first person got eaten by a shark, did people not just be it's like, so let's never rain. get in the water again? It's like, if you really want to talk about statistics, it's very rare. I know. I know. It, but, but like, if you're, if, you're trying to make a, if you're trying to make an intellectual debate for it, 
it's it's a very you shouldn't drive a car then if you want to talk about risk. Shouldn't walk across the street. That's a good point. That's a good point. But like I'm fully equipped to drive a car and, and walk across the street. I mean, with enough training, you'd be qualified to be in water. Also, your assumption is that everyone around you is also equipped, which is not the case. So, I mean, it, there's less people. Just make the case that you're afraid. I yeah. think that's it. And we'd respect that. Yeah. But we like, should all be afraid. I'm like, bothered that you're not afraid of <laughs> deep open water. I mean, the, the, the second part of this is that you're not afraid of space, which is crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know why. It's ignorance. I don't know. It's probably ignorance. I love space. And so, like, I probably don't belong there, sure, but I'll never have an opportunity to go. <laughs> but if you ask me to just go out in the middle of the ocean, I'll be like, "Are you crazy? Why do you want to go out?" Did in you the see ocean? the speaking of going to space? Did you see the clip of um, who's the original uh, one of the original Star Trek guys? Not bald guy. Oh, um, Spock. Will William Shatner William when he Shatner. came back from Blue Origin and Did he like you, cried? Well, yeah. So he's like giving this emotional speech about like his experience and like the sky and all these things. And like Jeff Bezos just cuts him off to like start shaking a champagne bottle. Oh, do you see the video? Dude, it is so cringe. Cause it's like he clearly, and then he just like looks off, like just like he's been preparing for that statement. Yeah. It was like an impassioned, like it sounded like a a prepared speech almost. Yeah. And he just got cut off cause you know, uh, bro Jeff over here wanted to shake champagne over everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff steals the show, man. Bro, Jeff. Yeah. Buff Jeff. Yeah, he literally was like, I went up there and I saw Earth. I saw our home. And I like immediately thought we need to do everything to protect this. And as he was saying that, yeah, Jeff was like, <laughs> we did it. Jeff, Jeff's like, I'm using a lot of electricity. <laughs> like, have you cut out the green have stuff. You Amazon? Like, we're not talking about this. <laughs> All right. AWS uses a lot of electricity. <laughs> Please stop. Anyways, Under the Waves was the last indie call out. I wanted to talk about not out yet because that's another really big category. As of the recording of this, Nick has now played Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars is out right now. Actually, as of the release of this episode, Today, yeah. we will have been playing Starfield and Sea of Stars as of the release of this because this release is really good. This will release Monday, Labor Day, and we'll have been playing in early access throughout the weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sea of Stars looks phenomenal. That's my flight game when I go to Italy is that it's not going to drain my Steam Deck battery much. And it's also like a JRPG that, and it's, Hmm, interesting. Can I, you say something is JRPG without it being is Japanese? It JRPG? It's, no. It's the JRPG format, yeah. but it is not Japanese. So it would be an RPG with Japanese inspirations. I guess. I, that's actually a really good question. I can't think of another example of that. Because it's like, it takes the, it's literally a callback to, um, what's the mana game? Something in mana. Oh, Secret of Mana, but also Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. It's like it's homage to those games, hmm. and those are J- JRPGs. So the the, I mean, if you were to put it into a box of genre, I consider JRPG a genre. Yeah, I think it's a JRPG yeah, by that definition. Yeah, but regardless, it looks really good. It's got the bones. It's got JRPG. the bones. Starfield, like I said, we've been playing Starfield. Probably to me right now is the biggest. This has the most likelihood of knocking Tears of the Kingdom off. I anticipate it being my game of year. Really? Yeah. You're that that's where you're at with it. I anticipate that. Uh I will play Baldur's Gate because I do want to. Yeah. And then um it'll probably between be between that, Tears of the Kingdom and Starfield. We have access to that with Xbox, right? Game pass. Game pass. Yeah. But yeah. if you want the early access weekend, you, you have to pay, pay for, for a thirty five dollar upgrade. Okay. Which I'm going to do. I just Labor Day week three days off. Come yeah. on. 
I, I'm like of two minds because like Bethesda's not been great. Their mm-hmm. track record recently has been awful mm-hmm. outside of like Skyrim for Redux, like for the ninth time or whatever. But remember too, this is, I think this is worth calling out Bethesda publishing is different than Bethesda studios sure. and Bethesda publishing has been struggling actually not f- fully either. Cause they did a hi-fi rush really Redfall is what we're talking yeah. about. Redfall is a big blemish. That is arcane. That is not Bethesda studios who are making this sure. now. We did Fallout 76. Fallout 76 is probably the most relevant, rel- rev- relevant, I think hiccup for Bethesda studios. Yeah. But it also sounds like they corrected it. So who knows? Yeah. It, it's Bethesda. That's been hard for like most games recently, right? Like, I feel like they fix like I was when I were I'm getting jumping ahead, but like oh, yeah. one of the segments that we had or that we're having um, about like what we consider really good games. I also looked for really bad games because I wanted to troll the list a little bit. Perfect. Thanks. So a lot of those games like corrected themselves like No Man's Sky. 100%. Awful. Initially, oh, I returned it. got a full refund. And now it's like a full game. That's really it's interesting. So good. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Cyberpunk's the same way. I haven't played it, but. Uh, full I, correction. I bought it like date first day and then the reviews came out and like I saw a glitchy gameplay and I was like, oh, wait. Um, so I need to get to that. And then um, like Final Fantasy 14 mm-hmm. is like when it initially launched in like thir- 2013, it had a horrible reception and then yeah. they recorrected it. And it's now like one of the most popular MMOs in the world. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess I shouldn't like hold judgment on its initial out, like what it, what the initial game is like, because it's probably going to be different. I will say too that I think we are seeing this more and more as the economic landscape of games is changing where it's, they just need to get it out the door, mm-hmm. get funding and then add further support yeah. to it. I hate that personally, yeah. but it's just a reality, right? And we've seen it too many times that yeah. it's not, it's a symptom of the industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my biggest trepidation is Fallout 76 and no man's sky for starfield specifically because both of those are that's basically what starfield is right yeah. i feel like to kind of push back on that a little bit is um and i i can't quote where this came from but i thought i remembered maybe it was in their deep dive video that they did for starfield mm-hmm. um someone said like this is the game we've wanted to make this whole time yeah like skyrim and fallout were almost like games to release to get there kind of thing because they've always wanted to work on starfield and so to me honestly like when i when they first announced starfield and like it's not really aliens it's much more um like really like reality based space travel i was a little bummed because i like they do the fantasy thing well so i was hoping like a space fantasy so i got I kind of bummed out about that, but then I just kind of thought about if this is their passion project, someone who's so good at making something like Skyrim, like the level of detail that we loved about that game, I trust them for this. There's a reason they chose this genre, this era, this design, like the kind of 70s, 80s NASA design. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be epic. they described it as lo-fi NASA, like yeah. lo-fi. Yeah. And what they said is that it's closer to Star Wars where everything's analog instead of Star Trek where everything's digital. Right. And I'm like, that's the right choice in my yeah, that's the right that's, choice. That's yeah. fun to be in. I will say, though, as far as the, the fantasy, they showed some sort of force ability at the end of the last trailer. There's, yeah, I we know there will be a fantasy aspect There's a there. mystical, mythical element going on where yeah. there's you're going to find some ancient alien technology. It's going to give you powers. 
And then I think you go on your exploration based Rotanicals, on tentacles, hopefully. Oh, I really hope so. We need more. I mean, that's the best part about Baldur's Gate is that there's a lot of tentacles. Oh, nice. Are there? A lot. I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm going to download oh, yeah. that tonight. A lot of Cthulhu-like creatures. Wow. The main really? villain is, uh, what do they call a, what's the Mind Flayer? So the Mind Flayers are like uh, Cthulhu-like creatures. Kind of like the Flood? A little bit. Yeah. Hmm. More squid. More squid-like. More squid-like. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, I, I think the aesthetic they chose is a good one. But to your point, I there's I think there's more. I think we're not seeing everything. Yeah, yeah. So I I I just trust them on this. Like I get what you're saying, and and I could look like a fool at the end of this year with you will. just assuming mm-hmm. it's going to be my game of the year. Yeah. Um, because it's going to be hard to top Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate and all that stuff. So and I think even if the start if Starfield doesn't land in the one two three spot, I still would call this the best year in gaming. I, I don't think Starfield has to deliver even for these other games. And let's let's transition to this next one. Spider-Man 2 is coming out this oh year. Oh my yeah. gosh. Not about Spider-Man 2. Of course we're forgetting because these other this other caliber any other year you'd be like, "Oh, that's going to be game that's of the year." That's a game of the my fall. Yeah. Any other year that's going to be number 1, number 2. No, because there's already two other three other contenders that you're like, "Oh, Spider-Man 2." I think Spider-Man 2 is a sleeper right now also. Yeah. I think they're Insomniac's very quietly working on it. They've shown Bits and pieces, story elements. I think the fact that you're getting Miles and Peter in the same game now too is going to be a, a a play on like almost like GTA Five like where you're switching between characters. Mm-hmm. I think there's potential here that we haven't seen that this also could be in the top one, two, three. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily see it as number one, but I've been wrong all year long as far as games. Uh, so I don't know where are you guys sitting on Spider Man Two. I'll start with you, Ari. I didn't even think about it, and I just saw across the universe and. I like am hyped for anything Spider-Man related because that movie was really good. Um, yeah. And thinking back on both that and Miles Morales, they were solid games. Mm-hmm. Like I think both of those games came out in years where they weren't technically my game of the year, but like they were in contention. And so they have, if they keep the same level of detail they had for the first, the other two games, like it's going to be a very tough race. Yeah. That was 2018 for Spider-Man 2020. For Miles Morales, because that came With out the a long time. Yeah, yeah. And what a what a moment for those two. The remastered collection that we played for the oh, first. We were day. so excited, dude. That and was we a, played them back to back, which we usually you don't do like a mm-hmm. game and its sequel back to back. And I remember playing those. And we gave it like a six or eight months gap because we were struggling with picking up Miles right after. Yeah. Oh, were we? Yeah, I remember we were like, let's give it some time because it's like we just beat Spider Man. But where are you at with Spider Man Two right now? I'm excited. Um I it hasn't even been on my radar, but every time I get reminded of it, I'm like, okay, it's going to be pretty sick. Yeah. I'm excited for whatever they do with Venom. I'm just excited to swing around New York. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I spent so much time. It, this is a callback to when the PS5 came out. I would have people come to my house to watch me swing around New York. Yeah, I was being annoying about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, come over. Like yeah. Friends were asking what I wanted to do. I said, come to my house so I can show you my PS5. They would come over and we would swing around New York in the uh, 60 frames per second mode and just loved it, man. It would look, it looks incredible. I, New York City is like my favorite city in real life. So seeing it in the game and like I had friends who lived in New York come over and they're like, oh, that's our apartment building. You know, it's like little stuff like that. And that's the corner I eat hot dogs on. And just like, what a cool thing like there's not a lot of games like mm-hmm. that with a mm-hmm. real world map that's so detailed and of a city that universities just loved you they're, know they're expanding the map too apparently yeah they're adding queens 
and Forest Hills. I looked that up just okay. now, which I'm like, I'm, that doesn't mean anything to me. But apparently they're adding like a good percentage onto the map that was already existing. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I just hope they do a little bit better. Our, our gripe with Spider-Man was um, the activities going on around the city. It was like constant car theft like that was it it was just like car theft <laughs> yeah he was like go get that car back and beat up the guys and it was like car theft go beat up the guys every corner you turned was another car theft. theft like it was like constant i want to be able to say rescue balloons that are flying away for a kid on the ground yeah right that's a call back to spider-man too because yeah, that was like the yeah. only thing you could do back then that was the real oh, really? thing. oh my gosh oh yeah it was like go help you know go get this balloon go get this balloon go get this balloon yeah. <laughs> guys let's enter it man let's bad hands the nintendo segment now of because nintendo still is around this year yeah um metroid prime remastered came out this year mm -hmm. uh so i don't know if that's in your contenders if that's relevant or not mm, um, played it but i honestly haven't really been considering it until you just said that Super Mario Wonder is still coming out. Yeah. Super Mario Ooh, RPG yeah. Remake is coming Ooh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, these are games that are will end up, I think, or in most years, would end up in the top 10. We'll see where they land. Oh, I don't see these gosh. as Game of the Year contenders. Yeah. Um, the 2D Mario Yet. genre. 2D Mario doesn't really, I don't think, have the... I just don't see that being Game of the Year. Yeah, Wonder probably won't be. But in, like, maybe the top, like, six, seven, eight, like, yeah. it's, it's definitely in that realm. RPG could be in there, because I don't think we've played Super Mario RPG. It's a good game. I've heard it's a great yeah. game. Um, Pikmin 4 came out this year. Pikmin 4 came out? Yeah. Yeah, we are omitting that, aren't we? Yeah. Do you like Pikmin? No. Okay. People love Pikmin. I wanted to like it, and then I played uh, an Olimar's in Smash, and he's awful, so. <laughs> that's a yeah, really good. Dude, maybe that's why we have bad opinions of Pikmin. He's the one of the worst characters. Yeah. I. It was one of those games when I, the GameCube came out, mm -hmm. I didn't get one. Yeah. And so oh, I would yeah. have to play at my friend's house, and... They would have, they had like Pikmin and it was one of those games like, oh, if I could just play this game. And then I actually tried it and I was like, this kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not that fun. I want to run through the last few here sure. so we can transition to this next segment. So Lies of P is another game that I know Nick's really excited about. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, no. no. Uh, Forza Motorsport, we already talked about. Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed Mirage, maybe top 10. It's the return to form. This has potential. I'm itching for an Assassin's Creed a little bit. Gotta say, like, like the classic one too, right? This yeah. is not the RPG Assassin's yeah. Creed. Do you play Assassin's Creed games? Mm -mm. No, I, I, I've played most of them. I saw you. I think one of my first gaming experiences with you was watching you play the second one in your in our. No room. way, really, the second one. Yeah. Wow. Jacob bought right. a yeah. hoodie that had like the little eagle point, and yeah, I yeah. totally would. walked around campus. And people wear those. People really do wear. I those. know. I hate it. Yeah. And then last thing here, this is for our boy Nick. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out this year, which... It's a big game. It's a big game. Yeah. Like, for us to ignore it, I think, is... That video that he sent us, like their gameplay reveal or whatever... It's pretty good. It's, it actually looks pretty epic. So, guys, this game of the year... I don't think I've ever been more excited about a game of the year episode. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy. Very busy. Bloodbath. So, get working on we it, We got to play it all. Got to play it. I mean, really, right now, my priority is is to play Baldur's Gate through, Starfield through, Spider-Man 2 through, hopefully Sea of Stars. So that's, that's a lot, lot of yeah, work, big man. commitment. I mean, what what, it's uh, August. It's a long flight to Italy, so you could probably get through Sea of Stars. I could get through a lot of Sea of Stars, I think. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's move into, just briefly want to talk about this. PlayStation Portal came out. It was originally called Project Q. 
It's the streaming device. It's an it's officially an eight inch screen, 1080p resolution, 60 frames per second. Only streaming though. So you have to have a PS5 to stream it to usually your home network. You could in theory do it to a different network network if the speeds are fast enough. I wanted to bring this up just because Nick was like, hey guys, have you heard about this? And I was like, yes, we have heard about it. But I think for our listeners, it's relevant just to bring up. What are your thoughts on this, Ryan? Man, I just I just wish it wasn't streaming. Who's it for? Like who would who would use it? Honestly, we, there's we a would. market. We, there's no, a market. We, yeah. we have a back we bought a backbone. backbone. Yeah. So we stream games like when our like prime example, Emily wants to watch trash TV. Yeah. And I wanna be in the room but not watch and fully engaged. Sure. I play some like Minecraft's Minecraft, a good example. Yeah, gotcha. Or games that are like more grindy. Mm-hmm. It's great to play on the couch. Cause it's yeah. like, and for the most part, the fidelity is good. It's yeah. like, completely acceptable. Yeah. I just think a two hundred dollar price tag for this is kind of a lot when I can buy the backbone and put it on my phone for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It is too much. It's it's beautiful. It looks cool. Um kind of sold me on it. They're just cowards, man. Dude, if I didn't have a backbone, I would consider it. I mean, I have a backbone. I don't really like it, though. It's like kind of hard to program. And Actually, I use my Steam Deck now, too. Yeah. you program it? I mean, you should be able to like adjust it somewhat, right? But like, I don't really use it that well. Yeah, I've never gone into that. I use it mainly for like iOS games. Oh, really? See, I I use it for streaming. Or I used it for streaming. Now I use my Steam Deck because it's up. I feel it's yeah. a better screen. I don't have yeah. and the other thing with the backbone is that you have to lock up your phone. Yeah. You don't get a text. And if you text, it pulls it out. Mm-hmm. And that is, an it's issue. a big pain. So yeah. I do think there is a market here for it. I, to your point, I think they would have been better off investing into an actual portable. Yeah. Like I'll probably, I will probably play Spider-Man a good percentage of it on my backbone, mm-hmm. you know? So like mm-hmm. if I didn't have a backbone, I would have considered buying this. Yeah. I, I played Diablo four on my steam deck, streaming it to my steam deck. Mm-hmm. So it's like a hundred percent. I see there's a potential here. I just think it's somewhat there. They went a, close. Cause I think the, it looks great. It's yeah. a big eight inch, eight inch screen. It's got the right controller, but it's just not running the they're right. Just, they're cowards. <laughs> okay, Give us another PSP. The best equipment you've ever made. That's PlayStation Portal. Guys, let's get into our main segment here. Oh, PlayStation Portal. It is a PSP. Interesting. <sighs> wow. Watch them release it and be like, oh, we just patched it. It runs games on its own. It, you like attach a, you attach like a, disk drive that uses those umd discs Dude, the UMD back oh, the day. gosh that uh, were pro- proprietary well, speaking and of that sorry I was obsessed with those man uh, they are make you can't use normal bluetooth headphones with this you have to use yeah. sony's proprietary headphones to use to that. use this which is just nuts Such so nintendo move it it is yeah so I, I don't know i think there's man i didn't think the psp also i think the name portal portable portal it's a portal into your ps5 i think it's actually a good name there's a couple things that come to mind with it yeah it fits um but anyways i don't think we're going to be getting this it sounds like you are maybe i'm probably not gonna get there <laughs> all right guys main topic time video game hall of fame we've been talking kind of teasing this episode for like a year i think where we just want to talk about over the course of gaming let's come up with some like cool list that establishes what our opinion is of just these 10 out of 10 games unmatched there's no question that they would be on this list. This is like the Mount Rushmore of games, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, who would you put the pinnacle of gaming? Now, this list will be, we, I think we each came to the table with like 10 games. We'll go through a handful of them. I want this to be somewhat a running segment with other BLG episodes where yeah. it's like, hey, 
let's induct a game this episode into the Hall of Fame. So we're going to pat out the, the Hall oh, of Fame now with maybe 10 games, I think. 10, 5, or 10? We'll see. Like a total of like between all three of us. And then we'll add to it as time goes on because yeah. we're not going to get to all of them here. But really, I'm curious to see what the standouts are to you guys right now. So I do think it has to be somewhat unanimous. If one of us is like, no, I think it's a no. Yeah. Like this has to be a, a good example is, and we don't have to nominate this today if not, if one of you don't have it, but like, I think Mario 64. Super Mario 64. It's number like, two on my list. Okay. People don't argue that game, right? Yeah. I want it to be that caliber where there's really no question. I don't want it to be like Crash Bandicoot, right? Yeah. I mean, I would argue. Me. I would argue against Mario 64. I, w- I would like, oh. honestly, I would like to. So hold on. I would like to see the Spicy devil's take. advocate. I would like to see devil's advocate here still yeah. too, if right. possible. So hopping into it. But like, um, not that one. <laughs> Leave that alone. Ryan, kick off your list. Do you want me to read the whole list? No, just give, give me your first one. We have to establish if we disagree or agree. Is Minecraft. It wasn't on my list, but I agree with you. Yeah. It's just when you think of like, what is a game? It's like pure that like Lego magic of creating whatever you want it to be. It's a sandbox of just like endless opportunities. They've created a lot of really cool stuff with the servers it's just universally an incredible game for all ages, just like Legos. Like yeah. I just think that appeals to everyone, and it it's just so simple. Hey, let's just make it fun. Yeah. Let's make it simple, make it fun. That's all they did, and it's so unique. Like there's nothing else quite that they you know. There's companies that have tried to rip it off, like mobile versions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but there's just nothing that beats Minecraft in what it does. In my opinion, I couldn't agree more. Same. I mean, yeah. I don't play Minecraft that much, but like, it's been around since like what? When did it start? Do you remember when I was playing yeah. in the dorm? I was playing an alpha with yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like remember. Eight, it was like maybe? the four of you or whatever. Yeah. No, it was like, so we were, we're playing in, in oh no in ten. We played. It would have been ten. Yeah. Yeah. But it came out in like two thousand eight, I think. Maybe the earliest version. Yeah, yeah. But really, once it started getting out there, I, I think I was still in alpha in two thousand ten. Yeah, mm. and it's. Yeah, because you got a like a crazy discount. It was like five bucks back then, or something. It was dirt cheap. It was through a weird Java launcher. Yeah, like it was a weird Java classic. It was like pre Microsoft acquisition. But like in any case, like it's one, it's lived that long and it's still massively popular, right? Like, like Dream SMP is like a like that's a thing. So like, it is culturally impactful in gaming. What's Dream SMP? Like Dream and like the Minecraft streamers. Oh, Dream. Okay, I know who that is. Yeah. He's is doing S&P another abbreviation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is S&P stand for something? Uh, I believe it's so. a medical <laughs> term. It's a medical. Term. I don't know who Dream is. I'm no. now I'm now feeling like I said that wrong, so I need to like. I know who Dream is though. I get what you're saying. Ryan and I, we just went, but we've been in the Minecraft rabbit hole for the last like two months. Yeah, like deep. Yeah, like we are I'm lost right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's also really bad for gaming. It's throwing all my other games <laughs> yeah. off. We've probably honestly sunk how many hours in the last two months would you say we put into Minecraft? Like a whole. In the last two months, probably a hundred. Yeah. Maybe you think like triple A release worthy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I don't know. Like once 100. you get in that loop again, it's, you're it's, you're there. It's such a loop. And yeah. like I could watch. Like I watch people play it. It's you, fun. Like you watched me playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was literally, we put. I, if you remember this, please tell me, but. I would put that on a play on my, my laptop, my yeah. MacBook. I'd have Weeds playing yeah, on yeah, Netflix, yeah. Weeds the show. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. you would be hanging out behind me watching yep. Weeds, mm-hmm. us talking while playing Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember this. Dude. Very vividly. That's the that's an example of like, you never know the, the good times until. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Little did you know, <laughs> watching yeah, Weeds. It was like the summer before like residents came in, right? So it was just like the RAs. And yeah. we were just like, we had two weeks where we were doing nothing. 
It's awesome. Um, and so we just like goof around. It was great. Life was never more simple. Than yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, College, man. Minecraft officially inducted. I think yeah. that's no question there. Cool. Hari, are you trolling uh, us? Or are you hitting us with a real one? I'm hitting you with a real one. Uh, so I, I, my list is a little different because I knew that you guys would pick things. I didn't want to pick the same things necessarily as you guys, but mm -hmm. um, I mean the first one I think is I think ideally is in both of your lists is uh, Ocarina of Time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I think Breath of the Wild is like the and I I haven't beat Tears of the Kingdom, so I can't speak to it. Um, is probably the I don't even know if I, it's so hard to say because I have so much nostalgia for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask that era. Um, in my mind, it's the best Zelda. Um, but you can make an argument for many Zeldas being the best Zelda. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that just has a place in my in my like in my heart as like the best Zelda I've ever played. I expected to be on your list yep yeah i didn't feel like i could put it on my list because i've never beaten it yeah um i played mm -hmm. probably 50 percent of that game eight times mm -hmm. throughout my life and, and most of it through as a, a hard game as a kid i couldn't beat it like, yeah as a kid i got stuck most Same. of the times without guides and anything i beat it in adulthood which i do want to go back so i i'm not objecting in any way every every bit i've played i've loved I do want to beat it as an adult. Yeah. Um, so I'm not objecting at all. I think that's an appropriate uh, yeah. nomination. Are you? I agree 100%. When we're talking about the like best games of all time, I'm, I think about like what defined its genre, like what defined yeah. what it is. Yeah. And so Ocarina of Time hit at this time of like 3D games were new and Nintendo was killing it, you know? Yeah. Same thing with Super Mario 64. So that went platformer route. This went like dungeon crawler route. Yeah. And it invented like 3D dungeon crawler. I would also argue it's probably the first example of a mainstream open world game. Like, I think that's yeah. why I yeah. liked it so much is that it was exploration. It's like yeah. you get to Hyrule Field and you're like, you got to figure it out. I can go this way or this way. Yeah. There's a town over here. And this like that was yeah. that was why I think it's legendary, in my opinion, is that it's it just no it, one was doing that. Yeah, it, it, it was like a new genre, I think, like open world games did not really exist. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, my turn. Yep. I need your help with how we're going to define this one. I think you'll all agree. You, you both will agree. Um, Tetris. Mm. Are we putting Tetris? Am I nominating Tetris? Am I nominating Tetris Effect Connected? Because it's the you know ultimate yeah. edition. First off, is does this belong in the list in some capacity? Like, undoubtedly, mm -hmm. it's got to be the most popular game of all time, mm -hmm. right? And so that bothers me a little bit, mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, because okay. really connected is the only one I've connected with. But I would count all of Tetris as one. And they're all different, yeah. but it, it kind of manifested just so many forms over time. And that's why it's so unique and it can do that. And so that's why I do feel like it probably belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I would do it like undifferentiated as Tetris. Tetris. Yeah. Even though I agree with you, Tetris. I mean, I can talk at length about, we have talked at length about how much I like Tetris effect. Ludes. Yeah. <laughs> effect was incredible. Oh, I forgot about that. That was but, my uh, line, wasn't it? Yeah. A few times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, because it's all like, it's kind of like different versions of like chess in some way. Like, mm -hmm. even though the skins are different, it's like fundamentally the same game. So yeah. Yeah. All but, right. I, Tetris. Tetris yeah. is in then. Yeah. Um, I Again, I, I know where you stand with Tetris. Yeah, yeah. It's still like, I think it's a therapy game to yeah, me. Like sure. it is, I've had a hard day. Yeah. Just throw it, throw in there, mm -hmm. zone out for a minute and I feel stress relief. Yeah. It's crazy. For sure. Brian? So my next one, 
like needs to be on this list, but I want to go to my next next one. Just go to your next next one. Yeah, we, we you can come back to these other episodes too. Okay. Halo two. Interesting. I knew we were gonna have the Halo conversation. Yeah, and so I debated if we were gonna do the Halo series or mm-hmm. specifically a game. Oh, specifically a game. Yeah. So Halo Combat Evolved. I'm also open to. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, well, well, I, I have Halo three on my list. Do you? It's oh. re- it's really funny because I was about to put Halo on my list and I was gonna put Halo three. Were you? Yeah. You thought Halo th- three was better. I think I have Halo three and Halo two. And I th- honestly, I I was looking at lists also just to make sure I'm not missing things of like greatest games of all yeah. time. And I'm like, if I were to personally choose, and this is based on probably uh, a lapse for me because I haven't played Halo two since launch. Mm-hmm. The one that I re- I remember the most vividly of liking, like the campaign and multiplayer is halo three i grew up playing halo combat evolved multiplayer more than probably any other multiplayer so i would nominate it just for that but i know halo 2 also i loved that campaign i just haven't played it in 15 years to really speak to where does it land and honestly i wouldn't object to putting it on this list yeah i think for me halo 2 does stand out between the three and it's no disrespect to halo 3 because honestly i could see both being in the Hall of Fame games. Yeah. I can see all three. I I have very little criticism. I don't really have any criticism for any of those games when you look at them for when they came out. Mm-hmm. Because they were literally the best thing we could have imagined for that time period. Yeah. Yeah. Halo Combat Evolved changed multiplayer shooting games. Like it just did. And it had this like story that we all wanted more of. Halo 2 came in and it was perfect and i i mean that as seriously as i can i yeah. think it was a perfect game for the tools they were working with and i think halo 3 came out and while it expanded a lot of things with like forge which are is incredible and it, it had a lot of really cool custom game stuff that halo 2 didn't um there were like some aspects of halo 3 that i just didn't engage with as much as i did in halo 2 and yeah. like Halo 2, the campaign alone, I've played countless times with yeah. my brother, with my friends, played through it in Legendary a have bunch you played of times. The, have you played the Anniversary Edition, which is like whole new skins on everything? Yeah. Of Halo 1 or Halo 2? Two? 2. Yeah. I it's don't like, think so. It's more than what Halo 1 did, too. Halo is it 1 on the Master was, Chief Collection? It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I did play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like almost a different game in some ways from what yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Is that like it's like completely different textures and resolution and everything. So I, yeah. I never played Halo 1 or 2 like when they came out. Like I played them multiplayer and it'd always be awful because it'd be at friends' houses who had Xboxes so they like knew how destroy to like destroy you. Destroy me. They'd like screen cheat. Yeah, they'd screen cheat or they'd so do they, they, they like knew the spots to like hide in certain maps and then they'd just kill me. Where to find the rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Halo 3 was the first one I played or the I got an Xbox 360, got Halo 3 and it was the first like multiplayer game that I really got into that I cared about yeah. the ranking and all the same stuff, right? Um, and all of my friends that played Halo 3 all commended Halo 2 for its campaign more than Halo 3 and I didn't appreciate that until the anniversary edition because then I got to play it and I was like, oh, yeah, Halo 2's campaign is better than Halo 3's. So good. Um, so here, let's put, let's and, put Halo 2 on and let's leave room and open door for other inductees when okay. we get there. Yeah. I do have to mention, yeah. it also, I am biased with Halo 2 because it was my first and only experience with LAN parties. Yeah. And my friends would get together every other weekend and eight of us would play capture the flag yeah. for mm-hmm. like six hours for sure. 
That'll do it. And it was, dude, life-changing gaming experience. Halo 2 on the list. Hari, what's next for you? So, like, fundamentally, the one thing that I'm trying to figure out with this list is, like, do we put in, like, the best game? Like, the same thing happened with, like, Ocarina of Time, right? Like, it's the best, in my opinion, it's the best Zelda, but, like, arguably, it's not, right? Put any Zelda in on the list you want. Yeah, no, but, so, like, the same thing came up with, like, this next game. So, I put Stardew Valley on my list. Ooh. Um, It is... I'm a huge farming sim guy. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite games growing up was Harvest Moon 64. Like I played that game to death. Um, and I and so like every time a Harvest Moon came out, I'd play it. Um, very relaxing, calming game. And then there was a lull because like there's like a big dispute between Natsumi and Marvel, Marvelous Studios or whatever. And so there wasn't like a really good farming sim for a really long time. And then this one dude just decided to make his own. And it's like the most comprehensive farming sim I've ever played beautiful story like really like meets the heart of like what a farm like what that genre is mm-hmm. um and it's still going like he still has updates and it's still like building lore and doing all this crazy stuff and it's just it's a very good game how do you feel about this you if only nick was on here i know me. i know i didn't play stardew valley nick has wanted me and jacob to play it yeah for a hundred years and i have played it Oh, have you played it? Started it twice. Um, it's a, it's. I will say it's a game that I've always wanted to play, and I, I love like that Animal Crossing aspect to it. Yeah. Um, but I never got to do it for sure. Yeah. So, I'm in a a hard spot on this. You one. didn't expect him to bring that up. I, I didn't. Yeah. I could see in your face. You're. But like, I do know. But I do know that plenty of people consider this one of the greatest games ever made, and because of that, I. I know myself to know that I haven't given it a fair shot. I've started it twice and just dropped it for something different. It's yeah. not like, but that's also, does that say something about the game too? True. Right. So let's I w- revisit it. Yeah. Well, I want to, let's call Nick. Um, let's try and call Nick right now. Sure. Depending on his case, I think we can induct it right now if he answers. No, because I'm going to say no if he says yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now that I think this is, I think this is worthy to be considered. Do you think so? I really do. Because it's like it honestly, like no disrespect. I, like I believe things. it's an incredible game, but we're talking top ten games of all time. Top what? No, ten. not ten. This is a list of like a hundred, maybe. Well, we're in the top ten. Well, wait, this isn't like number one, two, oh. three, four. No, no, no. This is a number. Uh, this this will not be number five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then it probably belongs. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's I see he'll call, he'll, Let's keep going down. Our I list. thought we were starting with specifically yeah. one through ten. So yeah. there's plenty of room yeah, for yeah, Halo yeah. 1 and 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, 100%. Oh, I feel much better about that then. Yeah. I was like, dude, how am I going to leave any Halo out of the top yeah. 10? Okay, so I'm going to let him call me back. We will. This is pending right now, so I'm putting Stardew. Is your list now just Halo games? Just kidding. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Essentially Halo only Halo. All right, next one for me. I think this is pretty straightforward. Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. It's there's, a, it's there's no six on my list. Okay, there's no world where I don't think this... You don't point. I own five copies of Skyrim. 11, 11, 11, One of the greatest days ever. George came over. We played in separate screens in the same room, and just how excited we were for that weekend. Yeah. Um, still to this day, I just I bought the brand new upgraded anniversary edition a couple weeks ago because I was like, I'm going to play before Starfield. I haven't, but it is a phenomenal game, hands down. Hmm. Ryan, right, we got to do Super Mario sixty four. Well, let's, someone's got to say it. Let's hear Hari's. Uh, let's hear Hari's rebuttal. So uh, it's like the same, the same premise, right? Like, 
I get like I it it deserves to be on the list, so I'm not gonna like refute it. Um, I was just like, is it the best 3D Mario game? And I don't think it is. I don't think it's close. Like I think Galaxy is better. I think Galaxy is a good game. I think Galaxy Two is better. I would I think also Odyssey, say it belongs in the Hall of Fame. Odyssey might also be I, I better. Think Odyssey okay. is better. I'm gonna say you may agree with this. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. I thought I was gonna be way off base with you guys, yeah. but I would. I don't think Nintendo has ever missed with a 3D Mario game. I'm not counting 3D Mario. Sunshine. World. Mario 3D. Sunshine's kind of fine. Dude, it's Sunshine fine. is. Yeah. It's fine. It got so much yeah. crap. It's a great game. I mean, I played it. <laughs> okay we played it two years ago mine right? is sunshine i'm fine with that yeah i i galaxy and galaxy 2 and odyssey minus sunshine and super mario 64 super mario 64 th- ds all of them just yeah. hit yeah. they nail it and why i start with super mario 64 is that same reason is like this really invented 3d platforms sure. i can get behind that they have not missed other than sunshine yeah uh, and I, this is i guess here let me be fair I don't even know if Sunshine's a miss. No. I think it's just okay. It's, it's a, not a It's miss. like a B, right? It's like, like a gooder. Sure. We a, expect A's. For I'll let that titles. go. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't think, I think it's actually a really good game. Yeah, I but. agree. So if here, reserving the right that there are better Super Mario games, yeah. is this still considered Hall of Fame? Yeah. I, and that, based on that criteria, yeah. yeah. I just like, my list was like, because we had a limited space. So I was like, what is the best Mario game if I was going to include it? Which I didn't even include a 3D Mario game. Hmm. My, we'll get my uh, my next one will be another mario game but uh yeah like it's like you said it changed gaming yeah like, when it came out it was like oh we can make a 3d game that's like that's innovative and like still like using the same formula of saving the princess like all this stuff jumping like, into paintings yeah. and like transporting you to a world was yeah. sorry yeah was so iconic also the soundtrack like the music sticks yeah. in my head like, sure. also everyone knows that the, song dude. the water level too yeah like maybe the most peaceful song ever made yeah like, although the eel freaked me out very scary the eel freaked me out very scary. the water was too deep what a great game yeah. I, that's actually one that i do think about going back to sometimes because i've got it on switch 3d all-stars 3d all-stars yeah what a great what a great purchase that was yeah All-Stars. that you can no longer purchase um hurry what's next um, I would, uh, yeah, going off of the Mario theme, Super Mario World. Super, Super Mario World. The Super Nintendo. Um, I think it's the, it's hard to say because like I recently, for a long, because 3D Mario's came out, like I kind of never played any of the 2D, like 2.5D Mario games, right? Like Super Mario, mm. like Wii, Wii U or whatever. And then yeah. they like re, re, re uh, new, the, Deluxe. New, Deluxe, yeah. Super Deluxe, New. Uh, super deluxe Japanese first edition. Yeah. Mm. And like, and wonders of that same milk, right? And like, I think I did, I like held off on those games because I just fondly remember super, uh, super Mario World. It was like the first game for my for Super Nintendo was the first console I got. That was the first game we got. And me and my brother would play it like we'd only get an hour of game time a night. And we would just, I would just watch him play mm-hmm. like every night. And I was like, what, like four or something or five? And like, best thing you'd ever seen and it's still like it's it still holds up it's such a good game like very um like very detailed in depth like it it was like the best it's i still think it's the best 2d mario game hmm. so it's funny i just talked about this game on uh ethan maestri's podcast the geekily retrospect ah. so he does a monthly breakdown of history mm-hmm. and it's like pop culture it's actual historic events and i brought to the table the launch of the 
SNES. So 32 years ago, August 13th, the SNES launched. Yeah. With it was Super Mario World. Yeah. And it was my first exposure to console gaming. My mm -hmm. grandparents had an SNES at their house and I could play it. And they had Super Mario World and a tennis game and that was it. So I loved Super Mario World. It's yeah. still to this day my favorite 2D Mario. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't, I could not confirm this 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 uh, nominee more. Yeah. I love yeah. Super Mario World. Uh, what's yeah. your experience with Super Mario World? Oh, this is what kind of pisses me off. There's going to be so much Nintendo on this list. Yeah. I know. I thought that because Nintendo's most value I valuable IP, they really just don't make mistakes with. Yeah. The 2D Mario's are all good. Even the like new deluxe and all that. Like I'm teasing, but they're still they're, they're still good. They're very yeah. fun yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. Which let's hold on on the Halo thing too though I, I think this contrast is one we need to call out like there are examples of historic IP like Mario and Zelda that are honored through ruined. their entire legacy oh yeah yeah, yeah. but Halo has been ruined yeah like they're at the point where they might have to relaunch the brand yeah like, relaunch completely we thought they were. <laughs> You know, we Infinity, 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 yeah. Infinity was, yeah. Infinite was the launching point. And I think they they are further hurting themselves. So it was Halo 4, Halo 5, and Infinite. Now. They've had three misses in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I think the fact that Nintendo, though they're annoying at times, the fact that they can keep doing this I know. has Insane. to be praised. Dude, it's Zelda, Insane. Mario, um, there's Pokemon, yeah. which, I mean, technically is Pokemon Company, but yeah. Um, and they've been missing a little bit lately. But. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, they, they kill it. Yeah. And that leads me to my next one. Well, you can hold that. Dang I'll go it. next. Dang it. I was going to hijack it. I was hoping it. he forgot. You just make it the two. Actually, yeah. yeah. Can I share my? Yeah, yeah go Okay. Go <laughs> my next one, I actually think, I think you'll appreciate this. <laughs> so mad. I'm just going to go. Super Metroid. Vetoed. <laughs> All right, my turn. Okay. All right. What? We're going into <laughs> so my nominee. You wanted to play with fire. You 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 mess with the bowl, you get the. I'll horns. let you go because you can't veto horns. that game. We'll see. Go ahead. We'll see when I get there. Okay, I'm going out on a limb on this one. Okay. I think it's worthy, but it's a stretch in contrast to some of these. And this is not like this Animal is not Crossing top ten. I, it's not. I should have. Oh, I thought you were going to. This is not. Remember, this is not top ten. This is just Hall of Fame. Okay. okay. I misunderstood that, but fine. Do you think they capped the rock and roll music hall of fame? Like the first inductees are ranked the number ones, or do you think that it's a hall of the top ever? You know, when you say that, it makes sense. Okay. Just want to make sure. But like we've done so many ranking mm -hmm. episodes that, that it's just associated in my brain that we're ranking top. Ten. I was ready to fight today. No, I thought I we were going to go like, I don't think it, that'd be annoying. I think for yeah, a listener. Cause they yeah. don't fight in the hall of fame. They just yeah. like, it's a, They'll say like, hey, here's the facts and we yeah. all agree this person belongs. But I will say I'd love to see the Beatles fight the Rolling Stones. That would be interesting. I would be down for that. Right? Yeah. Maybe throw in Rush in there. Yeah. They're a bunch of like sci-fi nerds. Actually. They're nerds. Yeah. yeah. But they could probably scrap. Okay, guys. Speaking of sci-fi nerds, more fantasy. Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, the first one. Man, this is on my list. One. It's on your list. It's on, on my list. list. Shoot, man. Dude, that game narratively was phenomenal. I think the first time a story's ever blown me away. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, and I think it's 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 a, it's in lore, right? It's like in the it's universe. legends. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, oh, it's, it's legends. They, yeah. they wiped the whole slate. They mention a few of the characters, but it's not official canon. They will. Oh. They'll bring. I'm almost certain they will bring it back. Revan will be back. Canon. Yeah, Revan will be back. Maybe so. I just thought they kept it because it was so good. It's so good. It's so good. Are you objecting? 
No, I mean, I just, it was one that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It's just a game that like your decisions mattered. Like I feel like outside of like uh, Jade Empire, but the Jade Empire I believe was after anyways. um, And that's also Bioware. um, No game really made you feel like, oh, I can actually be a bad person and Mm -hmm. it has consequences. Right. Yeah. That's so true. That that's true. The story is phenomenal, but I didn't play this game until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that changed things for me because I don't remember last time. I don't know if you remember last time you played it, but it, the gameplay does not hold up. I played it probably five years ago. Yeah, and this is this is the other thing. It doesn't hold up for certain types of gamers. Like it's a it's a CRPG. Like after playing Baldur's Gate, I would have played the crap out of this game when I was young, and I struggled to finish it. I finished Knights of the Old Republic one. I never finished two. And I think that's, I think one is the stronger story. Two doesn't do, two is just an extension. Yeah. One is the better game. I'm not going to nominate two. Um, but I will say in terms of the gameplay not holding up, I wouldn't agree with that. I think, I think it's a less popular type of gameplay per Baldur's Gate again. Like Baldur's Gate is a CRPG. It is turn-based. It is strategy-like. And Knights of the Republic was very much uh, that classic CRPG where it's, you're more sending commands than actually sitting there swinging yeah. a sword. So it's like, in contrast to a similar game at the time, Morrowind was uh, also a revolutionary game at the time. And it had action. It was an action RPG. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I think Morrowind holds up less in terms of combat than Knights of the Republic. Because Knights of the Republic has depth. Where There's some pretty, yeah, with the force abilities and stuff, there's, there's a quite a bit you can do. Um, it's very much like Star Star Wars RuneScape. I'm just realizing, combat wise. Yeah, similar. And I kind of hated that about RuneScape. Yeah. And so that's why it didn't speak to me. Mm. I have no qualms about this being Hall of Fame because of yeah. what it is. Yeah. And the story is amazing. Inducted, Ryan, Super Metroid. Let me Super hear Metroid. Anyone who's ever played a Metroidvania game, like, owes a thank you to Super Metroid because mm. it just. It wasn't the first. There's Metroid 1 and Metroid 2. Great games also. But Super Metroid was like the one that put it on the map. And Castlevania is cool. And I totally understand there's probably a place for some of the old Castlevania games in a Hall of Fame as well. I just never, it didn't speak to me quite the same. But I can say that Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion, but I'll start with Super Metroid, changed like, everything i thought about a video game like it was nothing i had ever seen and it was just scary but fun constant action collectibles that mattered Mm -hmm. and felt good like changed the way the game was played forever and the win when you revisit something you go all the way back to the beginning of the game because you got a new gun and you had totally forgot that there's a door just right at the entrance of the beginning of the game that now opens up to this brand new boss. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding? Like there was just hiding in plain sight this whole time. I just didn't have ice beam, you yeah. know? And you go back and you go back and forth. And there's something about that that scratches such an itch in my brain. It has forged like Metroidvanias in my life. I just am obsessed. Yeah. I love them all. I, I can appreciate any of them. And now there's just tons. Like think about um, Ori. Mm-hmm. and um hollow knight hollow knight yeah, yeah. great games oh, both like game of the year contenders the years they came out like both phenomenal works yeah that borrow heavily from 
Metroid. Yeah. So Super Metroid to me is is definitely belongs. I have not beat that game, but I I can't argue with that, right? Like the history of that game and like you have a genre named after it, right? Yeah. Metroidvania. Like it deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Where's the Vania and Metroid come from? Castlevania. I'm just kidding. No. Oh. I'm in the same boat. Sorry, I've tried it. The veins in my neck as I as you strain put- on the box as you're waiting for her to take her suit off. <laughs> in the back. I have to beat it. <laughs> she takes it off at the end. So here, I wanted to ask, um, where does did you say get in the bath? <laughs> he did. Yeah, in a Batman voice. Yeah, I did. Okay. I don't know where that came from. Sorry. I was thinking like more like a back to bath, like healing. Oh, right. so she sure, had like sure, take sure. the suit off. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized like Metroid doesn't use baths; they use like the lasers. So yeah. I don't know where that came. Yeah, from. Yeah, you're but. totally recovering right now. Anyways, yeah. Does the original Metroid fit on this list, or is Freudian it, slip? Is it Super Met- like? Is Super Metroid the? Did it improve upon Metroid? Yeah, to I the think, point where the first one's not on this list. Yeah, I think anyone who's played them would agree with me that super metroid is pretty universally the most liked uh and metroid fusion is right there like if it's not super metroid that you're most obsessed with yeah it's metroid fusion where does dread fall on that okay i want to add this to the hall of fame you want to add i dread? do oh. i think dread was a phenomenal wow. a phenomenal adaptation of like the original metroidvanias i will we're gonna table that until next year. i wasn't planning yeah i wasn't planning to actually add yeah. it today yeah, but yeah. like when we talk top 100 metroid dread i think belongs there i wow. want nick's opinion to be heard on that um because <laughs> dang it i think we know how do you know how he feels about dread? no i don't actually oh, yeah, it's he, metroid you didn't like oh no i do because I, I had dominated it last year as like one of my favorite games i think and he's like really that sounds right yeah that episode's a good episode to listen to he actually. struggled yeah he struggled with it yeah all right what's next on your list um how much more time do we have i guess so i think this is if stardew valley gets inducted then this is our last one okay, okay. um so i have like one that's very obvious in my mind and then i have one that's like a little bit lesser known so i don't know which one i should do um go lesser known shadow of the classes confirmed interesting <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i thought that I did you play it i did the original yeah oh, did you and on ps2 okay this is a game that i've always wanted to play Dude, it's it you've never played it no it's like oh, the man. sony zelda isn't it have you ever noticed my playstation network icon yeah you know it's what it is? The Colossus. It's the Colossus. Yeah. It's my favorite PlayStation game, probably. Yeah. It's I have the remastered one and I've been and planning it, to play it. And they did a it. really good way. They did the remaster's really good. Should I play that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play um, it. Dude, I've that's throwing a wrench in all the games I'm playing. And like what what just everything about that game um is incredible. Like all of the like the fact that it's just boss fights essentially. Mm-hmm. But like half of it's exploring the world you're in, you know nothing. Except you're like trying to save the princess in some way or the girl you're with. You don't even know who she is. Don't spoil because it's it, that even adds to it too. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Like it's an entire mystery. And then like the mechanizations of like when you find the Colossi and like how to fight them, you have nothing to go off of. I'm getting the chills. And then like, yeah, it's just, it was just in- expansive, incredible. Like, and then it just made you feel things like you're and like the way that the the craziest part is like the controls feel weird but they're, they're like there's intention with that 
like everything, every little detail in that game was just like purposeful. And then when you beat it and you're like, oh, like you, you come away with like, this is just incredible. Um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm going to so go home and play that I'm so tonight. glad you, you like immediately said yes. Oh, it man. was a game. So I remember this is when I was, it was on PS2. I remember when I got the game, it was just randomly like it. No one suggested it. Yeah. I just picked it up on my own accord and I just started playing. So I had no context outside. And then mm. the game gives you no context. Yeah. You're just exploring. It's like, it's, it's truly an open world in the sense of you just don't know no, what yeah. to do. And you start finding these giant colossi, colossi, right? Yeah, yeah. To think back that this was on the PS2. Yeah. These, and today we still don't have anything like it. Yeah. These giant things that you're climbing up, they're moving around this three-dimensional space. You're trying to find target points. And then the story that's, you know, kind of slowly unraveling itself to you. Um, yeah, like I said, it's been my PlayStation icon since I got a PS5. I went from a, a PS2 skipped everything out of PSP, skipped everything in between to a PS5 and still like that game has been like the through line of like what I think of PlayStation. And the context in that game too is kind of crazy. It came out in like 2000 I'm going to get the year wrong, but it came out like when God of War like the first trilogy came out and I remember there was like a huge debate about like which was the better game and they're like very different, right? God of War was like hack and slash at that time. It wasn't as methodical right. as it is with the newer series. And then you had this game that was just like artistic. Yeah. And it was like, it, I just remember, because it was during the time that people were debating our video games art and people would point to that game being like, that's art. Like it's it, everything that's about so it. True. Yeah. It's one of the first times after a game I, I felt like just existential. Yeah. Like for sure. Like, I started it. Child. Yeah. Yeah. When I got the remastered version, I started it. And I don't remember why I didn't end up playing it, but I started it in the first, you just walk out into that plane of tall mm -hmm. grass and it's like so ghost of Shishima. Yeah. And I remember getting goosebumps thinking like, this is amazing. Yeah. So the this remake came out playing? Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't touched the remake because honestly, I don't want to like yeah. hurt that experience or opinion. That's how I feel about like any, a lot of remasters, like very unrelated. Like I can't watch the last of us, the TV show because of how I felt when I finished that game for the first time. And I can't replay it and I can't play the second one because I just like, yeah, don't touch it. It's also hard to like be in that world at all. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it's just so bleak. I, I have a similar feeling. I can't go to f part two because yeah. I'm like, I just don't know if physically yeah, I have yeah, that yeah. in me. Yeah. Watch the show though. I really recommend it. Yeah. Everyone says that. It's different enough. Okay. Um, okay. Shadow of Colossus. Enough. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to leave Stardew Valley there pending for yeah. Nick's opinion. Sure. Because I think, I'd, I think if it was just up to us three, it might be vetoed. I think Nick is going to to come through on it because I, I don't have enough of opinion to veto it. Yeah. And I don't think you have an opinion at all to actually say anything for it. Yeah, so right, I, I want right. to at least have two people confirming this. Yeah, that's fine. And that's Hari and probably Nick here. I trust Hari. All Not right. Nick. Ryan, briefly, let's talk about this video I sent you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I sent Ryan this video. It's titled 1000 players build massive civilization in Minecraft. Okay. And the description of the video is in this video. I, aka Ish, is the creator. Ish put 1,000 Minecraft players onto four islands. Each is its own civilization. Each player had the freedom to do whatever they want, but they only had one life. Will there be democracy? Will there be war? Which nations will be triumphant? Find out now. It's like an hour and 15 minutes long. Yeah. And it's maybe one of the best YouTube videos I've ever watched. It's, it is the best YouTube video I've ever watched. I have never watched something that was an hour and 15 minutes long. And I could not look away from the screen. Like Ali finished dinner. 
she like made dinner and it was the first time where I was like, Allie, I will never ever in any other scenario <laughs> like rush through dinner. I promise. But I have to see how this ends. <laughs> like a child. I literally like a kid. And so like, I, obviously I ate dinner with my wife, but she was like, yeah, go watch it. Cause she could tell like I was obsessed with whatever it was. And that never happens with yeah. like any show or anything. And I just sat there on my bed and watched it all the way through. And I was blown away. Yeah. It is the best media I've ever consumed. And I'm proud of it. I'm like, we can call it a social experiment. I don't think it counts as a social experiment necessarily because I know some of those characters are recurring in his videos. Yeah. Fine. But ultimately it's a thousand people and he didn't have to write that. Like this yeah. guy set it into motion and a thousand people were able to create more interesting stories than Game of Thrones ever did. <laughs> and I binged Game of Thrones and I was like, this is epic Game of Thrones style writing, like the yeah. twists in some of the characters. And the there was no kingdom, dude. There was there was moments, Jacob. I need to watch this. It's so good. Harley. There was yeah. moments where I cackled because someone came up with like something happens and someone reacts in such a way in this like noble, self sacrificing way. And it's like you zoom out, it's like Minecraft. And, and let me just, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, this is epic. Like, what a boss move, dude. Like, that is so sick. So let me just cue up the one of the I think one of the most interesting parts is that it's four islands with four different biomes. There's desert, snow, jungle, and plains. plains yeah. And what they found very early is that each environment was han handling things very differently. The snow, people were just dying in the snow because they kept freezing and falling through ice. In the desert, they didn't have any wood, so they couldn't really build in the desert. They had to go to the coast where there's a few a little bit of trees. You had the jungle biome, which was very dangerous because mobs would spawn in under the shade of the mm -hmm. jungle. And then the plains was thriving. Thriving. And it created, of course, democracy everywhere. Right? They had democracy. Yeah, art, like all this crazy. They stuff. create, like, it created some really weird. Again, whether it was scripted or at least like outside influence or not, parallels to like <laughs> geopolitics. Humanity. Geopolitics. Yeah. It's right. like okay, this desert climate doesn't have these types of resources. They might be going towards this ideology, or the snow is going towards this type of system. Like, yeah. It's just a very interesting thought experiment. So too. one leader rises and like uses basically just absolute power mm -hmm. and like the grandeur of what he can make people do where that rises in the desert. And it's very like, it's just such a strange, like everyone goes along with it because they know like the scarcity of their supplies they don't want to like rebel because they need what he has. That's crazy. And so he controls if you like, I think they call him the Sultan. They call him the Sultan. Yeah, he's if a you reoccurring control character. Supply, too, you so. control the world basically, and so he's he's basically using that against people. But you know, and ultimately, like, creates a pretty successful. Like, people weren't super unhappy under him for a long time. Like, he was pretty successful in making a society. Yeah, but it was so different from the plains where there's abundance of everything, and yeah. you can't hold that over anyone. But no one's got leverage but so the desert and snow somewhat gravitate towards authoritarian rule yeah which is very interesting too because again it's kind of the reliance yeah. on one one overt yeah. and then one like 
underground mm. and it, it's just dude it's so oh, it's epic it's so how, how many in-game hours did they go through to like it was multiple 10 days yeah it was like multiple real days i think they were, they were like they broke it up into chunks where okay. it's like okay you log in this day this period um 10 days is that what it was that's sure. all it was yeah but they accomplish you should see what they build in it's a thousand people but yeah i mean the buildings are incredible that alone is interesting but then you get into the politics and like who's running the show and the point is, is like develop a successful society. And it wasn't, he didn't make the rules like war against each other. It was just like develop a successful society, like yeah. see how far you can get. But the, they would get wind of yeah. like another, another nation kind of moving in on their territory. And so it would scare them. And the scarcity would kind of propel this like warmongering mentality in some yeah. cultures. And so all of a sudden it's like, they did none of them wanted to war, but then they felt thrusted into it. Yeah. Just like how real geopolitics works is like, it's so much more complex than just like this guy wants to kill this guy. It's yeah. much more about like, man, I got to do this. This is my one shot to end their encroachment on yeah. my territory. And so it, and then it goes sideways. Did anyone just act like an NPC? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. Oh yeah, dude, that guy was awesome. There there's was like a few. Yeah, I, I do wonder. Like, you know, there's only a thousand of them. Like, they can't all be like. Uh, there's a guy that was just farming the whole time. They would. That is sick. That's what I would do. So probably. the society. Is, yeah. Yes, you like you don't, you don't care about anything. I'm a cog in this, this big machine. <laughs> it takes all the pressure off of like you don't have to build. <laughs> yeah. So the societies would they would give you a job. Yeah. And so some were warriors, and yeah. all they would do is go like find things. Some were builders and then some were farmers and, and you just fill that role. So a lot of the people were just like, this is just what I do. Yeah. And when you, one of the leaders eventually tells the farmers, I need you to build. Yeah. They were really unhappy, like yeah. real farmers. Cause yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. I only know farming and yeah. I only want to do farming because all my crops will die. Yeah. Or there was a similar thing where it was like one civilization, uh, he wanted them to build like a, a monument to them to him or something like that or yeah. like a big building or something like that and they were upset because they wanted to build their own project still so you were getting kind of uh unrest because yeah. it's like well we want to work on our project but you're make you're forcing us to build what you want yeah and that started the the wheels moving of like unrest you have the best then, interest yeah. revolution in, yeah interesting so, it is so good, dude. I down. It's, I just downloaded it onto. Oh, like, yeah. I can't wait for you to watch it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Text about it. I just wanted to call that out. I knew you were you were just completely because I post like you. a link or something. I'll, I'll put a yeah, link. Yeah, I mean, This is this is what we're talking about with Minecraft, right? Like that's uh -huh. the reason it's the first game we put in there. Yeah. Like there's just yeah. so much you can do with it. I wish I was a part of that experience. All right, guys, we're getting close to the end here, but I have to do this segment. Forever Young. Okay. okay. All right. All right, guys. Let's go back to August 31st. 1996 okay mm -hmm. we were at six years old around that five yeah five six you were not born um i shut up i was two two okay <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna give you some context here okay movies around this time the movie first kid was released I don't oh know if you amazing remember, you remember first kid <laughs> yeah first kid was great she's uh she's she's an actor i think right yeah. no 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 uh jack no 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 no, no, no. It wasn't Shazam. It no, was uh, it's not. Yeah, Shaq was a Shazam. Shaq, actor. yeah, but no, this is like a a, a Baron. Uh, what's it called? Um, Bernstein Bears. Yeah, but you know how like everyone thinks it's like Bernstein Bears. Yeah, it's like I that. Can picture the guy on the cover. Uh, Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. Wait, is 
Why am I thinking Sinbad connected to Shazam in some way? Because people thought that he was in Shazam, but it obviously was yeah. Jack. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First uh-huh. kid. Yeah. The movie Jack came out. I don't know if you've seen Jack. That's with uh, Kangaroo Jack? No. Oh. Decent movie. Great movie. Jack is with Robin Williams. Williams yeah. 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 Um, and then Matilda came out. Okay. Another Allie's, classic. One of Allie's favorites. Emily's one of her favorites. That yeah. chocolate scene, the chocolate cake, you never forget. Oh, yeah. That Music. started her baking career. That's it. She was inspired That's by Matilda. It. Yeah. Music. This is controversial. Okay. Real Big Fish releases the album Turn the Radio Off with hits like Sellout and Beer. Sellout's great. Sellout's great. You know Sellout. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Ska Man. Ska Man. This yeah. is like, this is Real Big Fish at probably they're close to their prime because this is yeah. 90s Ska. Yeah. Um, Sellout's probably their biggest song too. Yeah. So Sublime releases the single What I Got. Classic. Classic. And then lastly, Pearl Jam releases the album No Code including hits like Off He Goes and my personal favorite, Present Tense. Mm. So, again, not there, not 10, right? But mm, yeah. another Pearl Jam. Yeah. Uh, big staple there. Guys, any guesses of what this game is? Um, I mean, guesses? Plenty. But... Me with one. Can I get a... Is this a Nintendo game? It's not Nintendo. Oh, shoot. Okay. It is PlayStation. Okay. Oh. I, that's what my other guess would be. First PlayStation. 1986. Um, August 1996 would have been as a two-year-old metal. That's a good guess. No, we've talked about this game today. Crash Bandicoot. It's Crash Bandicoot. Oh, first okay. one. Nice. Crash Bandicoot one came out August 31st, 1996. Developed by Naughty Dog, which is I think very. You have to call that. Yeah. Out. That's very interesting just yeah. to see the pedigree where they're at now. Um, it sold 6.8 million units as of November 2003. Really, the last time they're tracking it. As of 2007, this series altogether has sold over 40 million units worldwide and grossed $1 billion. So That's right. Wow. Crash is great, dude. The first one, like, that's another game. There just was nothing like it. Um, there's a really cool video. I'm going to bore you now. I could actually, we could link it, but there's a really cool video I watched about the developers of Crash and how they pulled it off because it actually was kind of a feat yeah. for the power of the PS1, mm-hmm. what was going on, the colors they used, the yeah. motions in the screen that was like going on during the game was something that no one thought was possible. Mm-hmm. And the developers, I'm going to butcher this, but the developers were using memory space that Sony prohibited oh. for games. So it was hacking. Essentially, you'd put that CD into your game yeah. and it was like overriding a Sony like the internal space. I don't fully understand how so the PS1 worked, but it was overriding internal space and stealing that to use for the game. Interesting. You it's could like, load games into RAM instead of the actual disc. So you could actually right, load the, you could put the disc in and then start the game and then take it out actually because it was actually loaded on it was it was so small yeah. that you could run the entire game up via RAM. And other games did do that though. Well, I think so. He developed that, mm-hmm. the developer of Crash, and he, Sony never considered that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. And so he basically did it without asking permission. And once that was successful, Sony was like, oh, shoot, this is pretty powerful. Like that was a pretty amazing breakthrough. And so that's how they started. Newer games could do more because gotcha. they could hold more memory than even like the N64 at the time that had the cartridges and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Those a, were weak. Yeah. And the PS1 was just like killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That is a fun fact. 
I got another it's fun a cool fact. Video. Yeah, another it's a fun really fact. Video. Video. Okay. Remember the music for Crash? Did you like the music? Sorry. Yeah. The lead singer and keyboard keyboardist of Devo made the soundtrack. Oh, that's also Devo. If you don't know who Devo is, listener, uh, the singers of Whip It. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. That's Mark Mothersbaugh, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Whoa. How do you know that? Because he's a famous um he's a famous musician. But it's Devo too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Man, yeah, you know this. Have it written down right here. Mark Mothersbaugh. Yeah. I knew that. Fun fact. Yeah. Did you see my notes? No, I didn't. I know who that is. I mean, you are the synth playing. I guess you would be inspired by Devo of all bands. <laughs> the most synthy keyboard band ever. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I think he did like, what was I think that? he's what done some soundtracks for like, like that's aquatic whip it. and stuff. You can't, that's whip that it. Close. Give me your whip it. Whip it. It. okay that's all i get nice. yeah okay I, you could have that's much more clear about what mm, i was saying i think the audience knows yeah audience right and if that wasn't clear guys anything we've you've been playing that we haven't talked about minecraft for you yep minecraft for me Baldur's gate for me let's go marvel let's, snap for me let's go eat some korean barbecue we're gonna eat some yeah. korean barbecue listeners this is uh this is how the night's going excuse me housekeeping housekeeping upcoming episodes Ooh, that was low you want another shot at it? There it is. Starfield. Upcoming episodes. Yep. I think it's going to be, um, I mean, maybe for the rest of the year until game of the year. I'm fine with that. Potentially. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Are you going to play it? Yeah, yeah. I might actually. We should have him come on. I'm debating about mm-hmm. trading in my Series S just so I can get an X so I can play it better. Mm. Like, yeah. they, I mean, they are throttling it though, right? Like, It's going to be 30 no matter what. Yeah. But I mean, it'd be nice. I have a 4K TV, so it'd be nice to actually scale it. Do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I think yeah. I could still get good value for it, and I'm trading in a bunch of games anyway. So yeah, yeah. So I'll probably get an X and then get it. Baldur's Gate's going to come to Xbox now too, by the way. Yeah, I know that the PS5 version is also delayed. So September? I don't remember. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. coming out in September. Um, Starfield, Sea of Stars episode. I think Nick will want to do that. Diablo Four, we might do. Baldur's Gate. You really should. I think we should. Yeah. I just need Nick to be on board with it. Yeah. Baldur's Gate Three is one we will do also. Okay. Um, and that's it. Nick didn't call us back, so we'll reserve the we'll we'll uh, yeah. confirm it. I'll veto it for that reason. How dare you, Nicholas? Hari, thank you for being on. Of course. Anytime. Um, are you going to be back around the holidays? Uh, potentially, I don't know yet. I am I'm on call in November, um, during Thanksgiving, and then I think I'm going to Iceland in December. You're trying to find Santa? That, trying to find yourself? That and uh, Nor- Northern Lights. Aurora Borealis in Iceland. That would be cool. But it's there in December. Are you about to say that it's not, not there? It's no, not I'm not going to disagree. I was going to say I don't. I didn't realize that's where it was. I thought it was in like Norway. It's in a few. Places. I mean, it's in multiple places. It's also in like Wisconsin. You just got to be north in Wisconsin. Yeah, no way. Canada, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, <laughs> in Wisconsin, Wisconsin. All right, Harry. Well, if you're in town, oh yeah, of course. And yeah. regardless, we'll have you on remotely. Yeah. So okay. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Enjoy Starfield. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, the face should make it through the night. GTD. <laughs>